Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So today I want to talk about the difference between what we call punishment and and natural consequences. But before we get started, I want to point out that every family runs their house differently and there are rules. And anytime we talk about these discussions, I don't want anyone to think that I'm telling children to not listen to their parents or respect whatever rules the household has decided on. So this is an interesting conversation that actually to me was more about what I learned as a teacher so Connor, I want to start by asking you because I know you're you tend to be a little bit more like free range style with your kids, right? A little bit, yeah, yeah. In some respects. So do you? I'm assuming you guys still have some sort of rules or at least kind of structure that that you and your wife have put in place just to make sure things run smoothly, right? Sure. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when a, one of your kids breaks the rules, what happens? How is that situation handled? Um, well, uh, I'll, I'll be very specific. Um, this morning, my, uh, one of my children, uh, I won't say, I was about to say which, <laughs> the, the daughter or the son. So, uh, this particular, uh, child, uh, well, both of them listen to the podcast, so they'll be hearing this. So, uh, so yeah, uh, my, my child was listening to, or watching TV, um, when that was not supposed to be happening early in the morning when this child was supposed to be getting ready uh, for the day and, and uh, getting stuff done. And so my wife came back and found this child uh, watching TV. And, and so clearly, like, we're going to have consequences for that because we think it's important to uh, be a person of your word. And if you say you're going to do something or not going to do something, that you stick to that. And that, that uh, didn't happen in this case. Um, and, and we kind of have a saying in our house, you know, you do the things that you need to do before the things that you want to do. Um, and, and so it's, hey, let's go get, you know, the stuff done that we're supposed to and check off everything on the list. And then, you know, we have free time and we can go spend it mm-hmm. how we want. And a lot of times, you know, my children, like most children, will struggle with that because they just want to do what they want and not, you know, what's expected of them or what's best for them or what they've committed to. Um, and so we're trying to teach them like, no, you got to stick with your commitments. You got to do what's important for you long term and not just the instant gratification of watching some TV or or you know doing whatever you want. And I really like that because the way you explain that is your kids understand why the rule is in place. They know what it is and what and what it's supposed to help with. Now, let's talk about like school or I know my parents weren't always great at this, but teachers, especially, I think. um, a lot of times, at least when I was a kid, you hear a lot of this, like, do this or else. Like, you're going to get punished if you don't do this. And that's the end of it. And you're kind of just, you don't do it out of fear. I don't know if you felt that way in in school. But there were a lot of things I didn't do just because I was so scared of getting in trouble. But I didn't understand why that was something I wasn't supposed to do. Where your kids know, like, okay, it's because we have things to get done. That there are things to do before we watch TV, and that's why mm-hmm. the rule is in place. So I think um, knowing the why there are rules are are really important. And so just to give you an example, because um, the why can help you understand what's going to happen. So right. for example, one thing that drove me nuts as a teacher is that kids are constantly tipping their chairs back. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they like, oh yeah. Oh, they like yeah. lean back and you're and as a teacher, I'm up there. I'm like, all right, I, I know this kid is going to fall back eventually. And at the school I taught at, we had a rule where we didn't use the word punish, not in like a weird hippie way. It was, but that's because we had like contracts with each student. And so before they started the beginning of the year, we had certain 
things that they promise to do that we promise to do. And one of them is, you know, safety of the class or whatever. But as far as tipping chairs back, that was something we weren't actually supposed to say like, oh, you're doing this. You're, you know, stop tipping your chair, stop tipping your chair. Plus, if I did that, I wouldn't have been able to get anything done because literally, I don't know what it is with eight-year-old children, you guys. But you guys <laughs> love tipping your chairs back. And it drove me nuts because I was so paranoid that somebody was going to hurt their head. But so why would there be a rule for that? That makes sense, right? Don't tip your chair back. We don't want you to get hurt. So the way this school works is we had a big focus on natural consequences. So what is the best way for someone to learn not to tip their chair back, Connor? Uh, to fall backwards. And, to fall and backwards. Get, get their head on something really hard. And hopefully not so bad where it's really bad, but you know, yeah, but you know, so, so that's where, where the natural consequences come in. So what I mean, but when I say that is that even if there were no rules in place, even if I didn't have a rule, don't tip your chair in class, there is something natural, a natural reaction that would happen to you doing that. So another thing we did, and this is going to sound a little tough and I'm not saying I agreed with everything, but it was effective. If it was cold outside and you forgot to take your jacket out to recess, <laughs> you were not allowed to come back in and get your jacket, which, again, I understand, a little weird, but guess what? You never forgot your jacket twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there were these things where it was about natural consequences, right? Nobody was going to yell at you or punish you um, just because it was I said so, right? There was a part of it where it was like, okay, this is a natural consequence of something that has happened. So I don't know. Does that, does that make sense in, in context to you, Connor? I, th I think it does to me, and, and maybe a step further from that, sometimes kids have a little rebellious streak in them, and so if they're told not to tip their chairs back, for example, then they're going to want to do it even more, right? It's, oh, it's like yes, when you tell I someone, had those students. Don't, don't look inside that box. Well, they want to look inside the box now because you told mm -hmm. them not to. So, so we have to, especially for parents when we're raising kids, but for the kids themselves, it's like we have to get the kids to the point where they're doing the right things because they want to and they know it's the right thing. But sometimes that does require falling back and hitting your head. It does require opening that box and I don't know, there's a snake inside that bites you. Who knows? You know, I it's it's uh, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, touching the, you know, the the hot stove or whatever it is. There's there's just some th things about life. I feel like that you're just going to have to have the experience because then, you know, the kids are going to have the motivation themselves to say, oh, yeah, I I don't want to do that. And yeah, my mom was telling me or my dad was telling me, but now I clearly don't want to have that happen again. Like, you know, one of my kids got really uh, sunburned and was you know peeling all over the place and everything. And, you know, and that's not a pleasant experience. It itches. It looks weird. You're sloughing skin everywhere. And, and that experience, um, you know, I think serves as a learning opportunity to say, oh, let's make sure that doesn't happen again and try and remember to, to put sunscreen on. So, you know, as parents, we can't just helicopter around our children and hover over them at all times and make sure that they're always wearing their jacket and never tipping their chair back. And, you know, got to let them make mistakes and get bruises and, and learn along the way. And, and for the kids, like, hopefully you don't do that too often. It's not that you should learn everything yourself all the time, you know, and directly, you know, run into every problem in life just so that you can personally experience <laughs> it. I, that would be silly. Um, which is why I think listening generally, you know, speaking, listening to the people in your life who you trust and love um, is going to be you know, the right thing for you to avoid some of those pitfalls. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, I used pretty severe examples, but there's some other examples, too. So, for example, another thing we did at my school is nobody was forced to share their 
toys or whatever it was they you know they brought to school because it was very big on on property rights and um but one thing that i thought is interesting is let's say you're you're somebody who doesn't ever want to share because remember sharing's not bad as long as it is voluntary right that's why we talk about voluntary charity that's why we talk about things like that what's wrong is when it's forced but it's interesting because if a kid decides that they never want to share they or they don't want to play nicely with others or exclude others you're going to find that nobody wants to play with you and that was always one of the most um, effective natural consequences I ever saw. Like, it doesn't do me any good to make a kid share as a teacher, one, because I don't believe they should have to if it's their own property. But two, it just doesn't do any good because then they're only sharing because they have to, right? Mm -hmm. But it was interesting when you see a kid who maybe won't share, but is also just kind of mean in general. Nobody wants to play with that kid anymore. And that's kind of a natural consequence of that. I had a friend tell me that – her niece is driving her crazy right now because she just throws tantrums all the time that nobody wants to hang out with her. And she's like, and even more than like timeout doesn't work. None of that works. What works is when no one hangs out with her. Like when they just kind of be like, all right, nobody wants to be around you right now, that that was the the most um, productive way of hand handling that. So I don't know if you've ever witnessed anything like that, but that's something that I always think is interesting is that there's these natural consequences to how we act to others as well. Well, when we when we did our our teen books, when we started coming out with them a few years back for the fiction books, I uh, I wanted to, you know, because I had read when I was young, I had read the the Choose Your Own Adventure uh, yes, books we that were really those, yeah. popular in the in the nineteen eighties and the nineties, and and those were fun. It was like you know, if you want to go into the cave, turn to page seventy three. If you want to run away, turn to page one hundred or whatever. And, and they were just fun, silly little stories, uh, but but they were little adventures and I, they were cool. So when we started doing this book uh, or, or this series of books for Tuttle Twins, I was trying to think through like, OK, let's use the same format, because I think a lot of people really like that that format where you can you know decide which way you want the story to go. We obviously can't call it choose your own adventure for copyright reasons. And so we were thinking like, like, what are the what other titles or, you know, what could we call this? And so what quickly bubbled up in my mind was choose your consequence, um, which is, is what the name of these books are, the choose your own consequence series. And, um, and I think that has a lot of powerful kind of uh, concepts tied into it for, for reasons, Brittany, that you were just saying that, for example, when we're reading this story and the Tuttle twins have to like go on this adventure and face this big decision, should they, you know, lie to their parents or should they admit, you know, they did something wrong and tell the truth. And and so there's two paths here that you can go down, right? You can decide to just own up to your mistake and confess or whatever and tell the truth. And or you can bury it down deep and, you know, mislead your parents and lie and and try and move on and save that pain for another day. And and these are decisions that, you know, we face all the time. And, and they each have consequences. I mean, the consequence of owning up to your mistake and telling the truth, you, you might get disciplined for whatever that you know, bad thing was or whatnot, but your parents are going to be very appreciative that you owned up to it, that you, you know, told them about it, that you communicated, that you didn't try and mislead them. Um, and, and so that's a positive consequence. You're going to regain or rebuild trust. Um, you're going to maybe shorten or, or decrease the punishment that you would have gotten. You know, whereas if you decide to mislead and, and bury it down deep, then I think the consequences are going to be much worse. Perhaps, you know, not in the short term, maybe in the short term you you avoid punishment, but you're just building up this longer term negative consequence that when your parents find out, 
that you lied to them and that you've been lying to them, right? It's going to be a much worse punishment. So everything has consequences. We, we kind of use the term consequence in a negative way, I think, uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, but there's positive consequences too. It's just what are the results of your decisions? And, and every action, every choice, every decision you make is going to have some type of, of effect. It's going to have an outcome. It's going to have a consequence. And so to me, life is really about learning how to have the best consequences from our decisions. Like I want to be healthy and I want to have energy and I want my family to be, you know, loved and supported. And I I want uh, to make an impact on the world and I want to be able to provide for my family. And so I have to make choices in a way that are going to lead to those outcomes. If I decide to, you know, be unfaithful to my wife or abandon my children or quit my job and be a homeless bum or, mm-hmm. you know, play video games all day long because it's selfishly what I want to do, then there will be consequences to that decision and or those those decisions, plural. And uh, and 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 those will be significant consequences, but but they're very real. And, and so we all have them throughout our life, whatever you're deciding. It's really just this question of like, are these decisions that I'm making today? Maybe it's Am I going to talk back to my parents or am I going to speak kindly or am I going to actually clean my room or am I going to just sweep it all under the bed or, you know, am I going to eat the junk food or am I going to eat a piece of fruit? And and all these little decisions add up and create consequences in our life. And so I think the earlier we learn that lesson, then, then hopefully we're not having to get punished by by other people for doing wrong. We can start to learn ourselves like, hey, I want good. I want positive consequences. So let's do some uh, some positive behavior. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely right. And I like that you said consequences aren't always um, bad, right? So when we think of natural consequences, again, you know, we talked a couple episodes ago about changing your mindset. Sometimes you can do actions that lead to a positive change in a mindset, positive consequences. So yeah, I think it's really important to recognize that there are natural consequences to pretty literally everything we do. So yeah. Literally everything. Literally. Well, guys, head to TuttleTwins.com slash podcast. You can check out past episodes if you've missed Make sure to subscribe. If you haven't yet, tell a family, tell a friend. Let them know about the podcast, too. Thanks for listening. Brittany, great chatting with you, as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed. And check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.